I was like, all right. So I start looking into podcasts and things like that, just trying to find something. And I literally, I think I typed in Spotify, the woman, you know, woman fishing, woman angling, and like it came up. And I was like, this is exactly what I've been looking for. <laughs> Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your fearless host, Angie Scott. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. I'm yet again on location. This morning, I am down in Orlando, Florida. With a couple awesome fishy ladies, Woo-hoo! we've got we've got Captain Debbie Hansen, who's no stranger to the podcast, back on the show. She's Yay! driving the driving the truck right now on her way back to the hotel, and then we've also got a brand new person on the show, which I'm really excited to introduce y'all to her. But Gabrielle McGrath, welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventure. Hello, thank you so much. I am so honored, and it is a huge pleasure to uh, be on the podcast. Angie. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on because you know, you've you been listening to the show for a while now and uh, you've said some really positive things about the podcast, which I always appreciate because you know, it's a lot of work to put these episodes out every week and to know that somebody's, you know, enjoying it and it's making a difference in their lives. That's really something special. So thank you so much for, for listening and for sharing that with me earlier this morning when we were on our way to go fishing. Definitely. Well, I try to share, you know, episodes whenever I can on, on social media and things like that. And I have been following for a while. Um, and yes, the podcast has really made a huge impact on my life. I definitely wouldn't be here right now doing this with you guys if it weren't for your podcast. So that's 100% true. And, um, just really that you recognize, uh, all of these wonderful, powerful women in the fishing industry and the outdoor industry and show that there is, you know, a huge space for us here. Um, and you highlight that and you're super positive and I appreciate every ounce of that for sure. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be able to do it and I keep, we'll keep doing it as long as I possibly can. So as long as it's making a difference, that's, that's enough reason for me to keep putting episodes out every week. So appreciate that so we had a lot of fun this morning ladies we uh we got to go out debbie set us up with some kayak rentals on a lake um in winter park florida yes we were debating on the pronunciation of the lake but it's myzel or something along those lines (laughs) (laughs) but uh, debbie you did a little research for us um kind of got in touch with uh someone who had some inside information Yes, thank you to Mr. Jim Sweatman with Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. He heads up the Fish Orlando program and here in Orange County, and he definitely gave us some great tips for getting out there on the water this morning, and they came in really handy, and I think we had a really good experience overall out there today. I had a blast. So both Gabriella and myself were kind of novice kayakers and yep. kayak anglers, Um my only experience was fishing out of a Hobie out of La Jolla uh, in the Pacific Ocean, which is kind of intense for a first kayak fishing experience. So this was nothing like that, but uh, regardless, like that's literally been my only experience my whole life. So I was a little bit nervous, didn't know 
quite what to expect. Um, I know there's a lot going on when you're kayak fishing and you're dealing with, you know, the current and the wind and you're trying to stay in one area and work your bait. We were doing some finesse fishing this morning, which is pretty slow. So that was a little bit of a challenge, but uh, I mean, Gabriella, you've never been kayak fishing either, right? No, I fished off my paddleboard one time, um, and I was kind of tied to a kayak, so that was a little bit of a similar experience with the drifting and things like that, but having to paddle um, and, you know, make sure the rods are okay and make sure that nothing's going to fall off and everything <laughs> like that. You're not going to um, tip over. You're not going to tip over and you're not going to, like, run into a dock. Um, so <laughs> it was an adventure, but it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Um, I was coordinated enough to do it, so that's good. Yeah, you look like a natural out there. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, you know, once we kind of got out of some of that stronger current, I got more relaxed, and I was like, yeah. And then we had a really cool double hookup, you and I. Mm-hmm, right off I the bat. The, that was so cool. <laughs> I heard the splash from Gabriella's fish first. And then next thing I knew, I had a fish on as well. So that was really awesome for us to both hook up at the same time. And then not long after that, Debbie got her fish. And then uh, I think all of us caught at least two more. I think you ladies caught, what, three or four more after that as the morning went on. Yep, yeah, I caught I, I caught three more. Yep. Two, yeah, I caught three more because I got that one right at the end on, on my plastic. Yeah, board. that was cool one right so, at the end. We're yeah. just about to head back in. Debbie, you got one too, right? Yeah, right, right at the right. end. That was a treat. As yeah. we were heading back through the canal. So that was really cool. And it was just so neat to see just how clear that water was. So the gentleman that rented the kayaks told us that uh, Lake Mizell, am I saying it right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> is a spring-fed lake. So it was amazing. We could see all the way down to the mm -hmm. bottom. There was a lot of eelgrass and quite a few docks. And lots of vegetation to fish, so lots of nooks and crannies for those fish to hide. But really, just a just a fun morning and a chill morning because we were in kind of like a little protected bay. So, yeah, it was it was really the the ideal morning yeah, to do what we did. Some nice awesome cloud stuff. coverage too. Yep, and then on so our way back nice. to return the kayaks, we saw some pretty nice bass right there in the canal, folding to the seawall. We did, yes, so. right in the shadows. And that's where they're going to be when it's sunny and hot outside. Mm -hmm. So it uh, made total sense that they were there. And uh, maybe we should have been fishing the canal a little bit more. <laughs> but it's cool to be able to see those fish with that clear water. It's uh, a oh, real yeah. treat. Um, yeah, you can almost sight cast to them. Right. All right, so Gabriella, let's talk a little bit about your... your. So you grew up fishing. Yes. Yes, I did. And... Were you, were you in the Tampa area, or where did you... So, yes, um, I was in the Tampa area as a small child, and um, I did some lake fishing when I was very small, but to be honest, I don't remember a bunch of that because I was, like, very um, little. Um, but what I do remember from my childhood is fishing off of the piers and off of the beach, um, just a lot of inshore, you know, stuff like jacks and... Um, you know, little, you know, smaller fish off the beach, um, and then off the pier, like Spanish mackerel, some, some kind of things like that. Um, all the different variety of, you know, random fish that you can catch, uh, uh saltwater fishing. I did catch some snook when I was younger, you know, like smaller guys and things like that. Um, and then, uh, when I got a little bit older, 
I moved to Michigan for a little bit, didn't, didn't fish up there. But when I came back, when I was uh, about 12, um, again, just more of the beach, just kind of, you know, every once in a while type of thing, nothing too serious. Um, then when I was about 14, um, we actually were living in a place that was on the water and I would go fish like every day after school, pretty much, um, just with some gulp bait or some frozen shrimp, just throw it out there. Um, but, and then, you know, a little bit throughout high school, just sporadically, you know, nothing too crazy. And, uh, I think at that time I didn't realize all of the, you know, learning that was involved to actually like catch, you know, really good, um, quality fish consistently. Mm-hmm. So, so here recently you've gotten a little more serious about it. Yes. So I've always just been totally in love with fishing and, um, I, you know, I've had the opportunity to go on, you know, some boats and get some more experience that way and catch a bunch of different species, you know, some more inshore species and, um, and offshore species as well. And, uh, I did want to share a story that actually led me to finding your podcast because so you grow up and you're always really into fishing and you're a girl. So, you know, people kind of look at you and they're like, wow, you know, you like to fish or at least in Florida anyway. And the people I was surrounded with, a lot of times I'd be fishing when like the boys weren't and everyone was just like so impressed. So you just kind of, you know, think that you're like got this talent or something and everyone's like, oh, like you're so good at fishing, blah, blah. But, you know, then I met somebody that kind of was, you know, very into fishing and, um, kind of changed my perspective because, you know, I was told like, um, you know, you're pretty, you're pretty good at fishing. You have like a natural act for it, but you know, I think you're about here, you know, setting the bar, but I think you could be at about here, you know? And I was at first kind of offended by that. And I was like, well, I, I'm good at fishing. Like I, I love fishing, you know? But then when I, when it settled in, it was kind of a wake up call, like, well, if you learn how to, you know, if you practice, if you practice tying knots, if you learn about tides, if you learn about current, if you learn about different types of areas, if you do all of this research and homework, you can just heighten your experience tenfold. And that was something I didn't, you know, realize so much before. And, um, and then it just kind of opened my eyes. And so I, I started looking, researching, doing a lot of research. And then it made me think of when I was getting into, um, surfing, like the first time I went surfing, I went to the library and checked out a bunch of books. So I went to the library and, uh, tried, I was looking at some fishing books, you know, and I was like, man, I wonder if there's anything, because when I was looking at the surfing books, there was one that was a surfer girl's handbook. And that was one of my favorites just cause I felt like it spoke to me and right. it was, you know, it was a cool book and they talked about all different stuff that was really, that I related with, um, So I was looking kind of for something like that with fishing and I searched and I couldn't find anything. And so it sent me on this mission. Like I was looking up books and I, you know, I found some, some great books, but I couldn't find like a single book. And if you know of one, please let me know. But I still can't find a single book published about fishing that was written by a woman. Um, up, up at this point, this was like about last year, a couple years ago now. And, um, I was like, all right. So I start looking into podcasts and things like that. Just trying to find something. And I literally, I think I typed in Spotify, the woman, you know, woman fishing, woman angling. And like, it came up and I was like, this is exactly what I've been looking for. (laughs) And I was so inspired. I think I listened to like five podcast episodes that day. 
and it really just lit my fire of inspiration. And while it might not have been like the technical inshore saltwater stuff that I was looking for, it just gave me that fuel to go and do all the research on my own and like ignore everything that I felt like I didn't relate with and just take the knowledge for what it is. What's well, funny, uh, somebody found at a Goodwill a book called The Woman Angler, and they bought it for me because of the name of the podcast. It's this old book. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to see I don't it. Know. I've never, I haven't read it yet, but um, and it was an older book, like I said, but that was kind of funny that, that they found that there and um, got it, gave it to me, but... Anyway, that's a very cool story. I'm glad you were able to, to stumble across the podcast and, like I said earlier, find inspiration from it. So that, that really means a lot. Um, and so you've gotten, since you've gotten connected with Debbie here. Yes. You've been working together, which is awesome. Yes. And I'm sure learning a lot from, from Debbie. Thanks to you um, and your online community for connecting us and for connecting so many women. Mm-hmm. It's just such a great forum for women to share experiences and get connected. It's it's really fantastic. So yeah, it's it's been great that we could connect and and so if, if for those of you listening, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, that's the woman angler and adventure facebook group that i created as a forum for podcast listeners but really anybody who's into fishing and you know men or women are welcome to join the group um you we have a lot of really amazing male supporters out there so um, we don't exclude men by any means but it's a nice community for people like debbie said to connect and learn from each other and stuff so thank you for saying that but it really is. And so, and so Gabrielle too, I saw something recently where you, uh, caught your first fish on the fly. Yeah. Um, so my first ever fish was with Debbie a few months ago. Um, huge thank you to, uh, Mr. Joe Mahler for, for teaching me fly casting and Debbie for inviting me to those events. Um, and that's been like a while coming. That was, I started I guess sometime last year going down to Bass Pro and taking those, um, classes, um, and, uh, learning how to cast. And then eventually we got out on freshwater and, uh, I was able to catch a small bass. And so that was a few months ago. And then, um, then just a couple weeks ago, we went out saltwater and I caught uh two snook on the fly nice. and it, from the beach, from the beach, sight casting. Awesome. It was a really cool experience. Um, definitely, it's a little bit like fishing with artificials mm-hmm. in, in a spinning setup, but it's it's definitely its own animal. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> so is that something you think you'll be doing more and more? Um, I do. The thing about my interest in fishing, and um, I was kind of thinking about this yesterday. Um, I have a very diversified interest, like as far as the different types of fishing, um, the different freshwater, saltwater, fly, conventional, spinning, bait casting, like I'm really interested in all of it. And I don't, you know, I, if you're like, we're going to go fishing today, I'm like, cool, what are we doing? I'd be down for anything. Yeah. Like, I really don't have a huge preference at this point, I think, because I'm, I'm learning. I'm so into just learning right now and, and improving and gaining more skills, um, that, 
that, yeah, I definitely could see myself fly fishing more. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's always good to have that diversification and, um, you know, multi-species. I'm a multi-species angler as well. I just love fishing right. no matter what, you know. Um, and so, of course, I've been fishing the, the bass tournaments this year, so kind of trying to focus more on that to improve my skills in that area. Um, and that's something you mentioned. We were talking, I think it was this morning. Gosh, it seems like forever ago now. Maybe it was yesterday. Yeah. Probably yesterday. <laughs> um, but you were, you were mentioning about, you know, maybe wanting to get into bass tournaments, too. Yes. Um, as definitely one interest of mine, I... Um, I think that that would be a cool thing to try. And uh, so I kind of have it lined up to fish with a local club in the fall and see how that goes. And then pretty much just go from there. The Ladies Bass Anglers Association, is that what it's called? Yep. Um, that is uh, super intriguing to me as well. Uh, so who knows, maybe down the line. Yeah, we'd love to have you aboard. That would be awesome. Um, well, it was so great to meet you. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention? You have an Instagram page for people. I do. I do. My Instagram page is at Gab Fishes. Um, and that's just kind of a, a rebrand I did encompassing all the different types of fishing that I enjoy. Awesome. Anything else coming up you want to mention? I definitely want to focus on learning more about uh, conservation and how we can protect our waterways and our fish and, you know, be very responsible on the water. Um, I'm very interested in boating as well, so that's going to be a huge part of that. Have you done much boating? Yes, a little bit. So um, my wonderful boyfriend, Long, has been uh, generous enough to kind of teach me a lot about boating um, that I didn't know before. And um, I am right now taking the boater safety course. Okay. So... So, yeah, I've been able to kind of drive the boat a little bit, and I'll, I'll oftentimes be able to, like, drive us back to the ramp, What type really of boat cool. is it? Um, it is a 23-foot Aeon, so it's a tower boat. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Drive it's, it up upstairs? I, I haven't driven it from the tower, no. <laughs> but but he does it. I wondered what that would be like, because I have not done that myself so I ride on the tower and that's oh, really, it's really fun. Yeah. Okay. If it's like, you know, if it's calm and yeah. you can go up there. Yeah, definitely. Um, very cool experience, uh, on, on the tower boat, but yeah. So, it, you know, on the, on the inshore waterways, I'll kind of drive it back or even coming back from offshore. Sometimes I've been able to, um, to kind of learn how to, to handle the boat. So that that's been a really awesome experience. And, um, and uh, Long has definitely helped me a lot with my fishing journey, and Debbie has helped me a lot. You know, I'm really grateful to to have met Debbie through you, which is just absolutely incredible. And um, and yeah, there's there's been a lot of people. My dad obviously took me fishing um, a lot as a kid, and I really appreciate that as well. So. So yeah, thank you for, for having me on the show. I really appreciate yeah, it. Well. And I just want to remind everybody that um, you know, no matter who you are or what you like to do outside of fishing or what you look like, um, there is a place for you in the fishing industry. And I've learned that and I'm so grateful to have learned that. And if, if you take anything from anything I've said, just that's the message that, that I want to share. It's a great message. And it's, it's just such a cool community that I feel so blessed to be a part of. Everybody I've met in the fishing world um, thus far has just been absolutely amazing. 
and uh, I just love, you know, we're, we're at ICAST, and uh, we're about to, what the convention hasn't really started yet, but I had a little taste of it last night at the hotel with just some people arriving and stuff, and I was just looking around like, we are so blessed to, to be surrounded by so many amazing people in the industry. So true. I so completely true. agree. And Angie, I think you've said it best in the past when you said, we're better together. Yep. And there's such a wonderful community with so many amazing people of different skill and ability sets. And we all, you know, we can all work together and come together at shows like this. And it makes you realize just, it seems like the industry is so big and then you come into an event like this and it kind of makes you realize how tight knit mm-hmm. the community really, the fishing community really is. It's great. Well, we'll end it on that note. Um, Thank you, ladies. It was great fishing with you this morning. I'm glad we all caught fish and had a great time. And nobody nobody tipped over or anything. (laughs) (laughs) We're all dry. We're all dry. We didn't lose any rods. So it's all good. Um, So Debbie Hansen, Gabriella McGrath, thank you so much. Thank you, you, Angie, Angie, for everything you do. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned next week for another awesome episode. Really appreciate it. Don't forget to check out that Facebook group, The Woman Angler and Adventure. If you haven't already joined, feel free to send a request. I'll get you added and look forward to introducing you to uh, such an amazing community. Thanks, everyone.